Did you know that there is going to be a sequel to the Thursday Murder Club? I didn't. Yeah, so I was reading about, I think it was the author, a little bit more about the book since, you know, when we were done reviewing it and all that. And I think it was confirmed. I, I don't remember exactly what the words were, but I think it was it's confirmed by the author that he's going to write a, a sequel. A second. Which makes sense because the ending, it kind of alluded to that when she got that note slipped under her door. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so it kind of, it makes sense. So maybe they're going to solve I didn't another catch that. I mean, I remember reading about the note, but I just didn't think anything of it. Okay. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Question is, do you think it's going to be? Is it going to be any good? Yeah. Uh, normally, I think that when there's a sequel to something that I like, I get excited, but I'm also like, oh, it's not going to be as good. It's almost like, don't ruin it for don't, me. Don't ruin it. Um, well, yeah, I have the same feeling because you're excited about getting more content about something you really love, but then you're also worried, like, is this going to ruin everything about the original piece or, like, the first one? Yeah. I mean, in general, sequels usually are, usually aren't the the best, you know? Yeah, it's, Mostly it's people very rare like that the second one is, is better, better than the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. yeah. It's not to say that they're always bad, but mostly people just like the first iteration of anything. Yeah. Um, the most recent example for me was the sequel to Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. That's a good I did example. Not like I it. did not like it either. Mm-mm. I thought, I was like, first one I loved. Um, it had its issues, mm-hmm. but the second one, as much as I wanted to love it, because mm-hmm. I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan, I just, I couldn't. I mean, uh, Kristen, Kristen Wiig was like the best part like of it. Like the, the highlight. Yeah. yeah. Of the of the whole movie. I loved her in that. Um, that was like the only good thing. But like, yeah, in general, sequels, at least for books, since this is going to be a book sequel, I've read like The Giver has sequels. Did you oh, know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I did not like it. Them. I don't even I remember, don't remember it, them. honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this the sequel at all. Um, I mean... Harry Potter? Harry Potter had a lot of, uh, you know, was a series... And I personally think it got better as it went on. Yeah, because that's, like, a huge, like, world. So, like, I think it depends on, yeah, the yeah. content. Like, Harry Potter has, like, so many books, and each book just kept, it just kept growing the world, right? It was, like, mm-hmm. the world building just kept getting bigger, more characters introduced, so it works in that context. Yeah. Like, when you have more books, um, you just get engaged in it a lot more. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Harry Potter, I feel kind of embarrassed to admit this because I love Harry Potter, that I haven't read all the books. <laughs> but next year, I am reading the first one with our sixth graders, and I hope that sparks, you know, to that want to read. yeah, that interest to keep reading. And a lot of the books I'm planning on reading next year. Would you know how I told you I'm gonna my goal is to read five next year? My goal is to read ten with them now, and I mapped it all out. Um, with your sixth graders? Yeah. That's good. That's and good I, I'm trying to choose books where maybe they're not a series of books, but some of them are, but like topics that would interest them to read other things. And I'm, hope, yeah. I'm hoping to really instill that. Um, the, the recent, well, it's not recent, but the one that, that first came to mind, the sequel, was that show, uh, the one with the with the two girls that was super funny, and they kill. Oh, they don't kill. Oh yeah, she runs over the husband. Oh, 
Yes, I, I haven't seen what... the second season yet, though. Oh, you haven't? No. What? Well, okay, well, what's well then the, I... What's well, the name then of I... the show? I can't think of it. <laughs> Our listeners... I know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're probably like, it's... And um, I just can't. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I always, I always um, forget the name. Dead to me. No. Dead to me. Dead to me. I think that's it's, what it is. It, no. Dead to me? That doesn't sound... It's something with dead. Um, Neff always says um, the dead don't speak. <laughs> that's, that, that's not it. <laughs> it's dead to me. Yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. I was right. On Netflix? Yeah, I haven't seen well, the second then I, Well. Yeah, don't say anything. Okay. No spoilers. Um, no, but just going back to Harry Potter, because a lot of people, I think our age, like you know love the harry potter universe mm-hmm. the younger people aren't are, aren't that into it anymore since it hasn't been like a big thing um but a lot Which of people listen to the to the movies i mean listen to they watch the movies <laughs> and that's all you know yeah. but the books have so much more yeah i know to give and like it's just so much better maybe this summer since they'll have more time so uh characters that you don't really um care for in the movies you you end up liking and in the books, or at least you understand them more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, hopefully the Thursday Murder Club uh, comes out with a good sequel. Yeah, we'll be sure to read it. Maybe not as a Will thing, we? as a pick, <laughs> as a pick, but like you know, no, yeah, on our sure. downtown maybe just to kind of see. Yeah, to touch back. Welcome to the Spotlight Book Club. On today's episode, we will be talking about our final thoughts on the Thursday Murder Club, and we will be introducing our new book for the month. We are your hosts, Karina Mergosa and Mayra Segura. Let's get started. So, are we going to start with reviewing the last book one last time? Yeah. Well, let's 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 talk about let's our final thoughts. If you have any other anything else that came up that we didn't uh, think about when we were recording last episode, um, which I do. Okay. I have one. Well, then go for it. And it doesn't not not necessarily about the book, but. I was thinking over the week, I was like, I really want a spinoff of just Elizabeth when she was young and she was an yeah. agent mm-hmm. or whatever she was. Yeah. Like, I would just love that. That would be cool. Like a series, right? Like, she's, yeah. like she's a spy or, or, I mean, I don't know if that's what she was, but mm-hmm. I would just love that, you know, just like a younger Elizabeth and just a stories of, of, uh. Of, of what how she was, she, how she got yeah, that good. Of yeah. all, because in the book, she, you know, she talks about, oh yeah, I was there in Cyprus and when then, this happened, yeah. or I met this guy here. Like she has traveled the world. She has stories to all tell. All her experiences, yeah. And I would absolutely love spin-offs. that. Would be really cool. And I was thinking, like, a good format for this, I, I personally think would be like, uh, like a like a comic book, like graphic novel type, because they're like short stories. Right, like, oh yeah, because they don't necessarily have. They to don't necessarily have it's to be just a full book. Yeah, yeah, they're just like little adventures. But I would just <clears throat> completely enjoy. That would that. be really cool, and it it could foreshadow things like, yeah, I wonder when I will ever need to know this, you know, and then it's right. like, like in, it ties in back to the book. Um, so I just that was just one thing that that popped in my mind. I was like, I I really would love. Another thing though that I did want to talk more about. Uh, last episode but we were running out of time was more of the those like those heavy topics that they 
they touched on? They touched on at the end. Um, Any one in particular? Yeah, so, like, the suicide. Okay. Like, it was a big thing at the end of, of that book. There was two, I yeah. believe. No, with three. So, with so many, yeah. No, four. Well, three, kind of. Four? Yeah, so it was... the Mar- Sister Margaret. Sister Margaret. Bernard. Bernard. John. Mm-hmm. And his wife. And his wife. But that was more like assisted. You're right. That was more like murder. True. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why it's a three. All right. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I wanted to touch more on it because, obviously, the book, that wasn't the focus of the book. It was, you know, on the yeah. murders. But it was, like, a big thing. Like, just something that I, particularly Bernard and John, yeah. how they're at this age where... I don't know. I mean, that was an option for them because they've lived their life already. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I see what you're trying to say. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was like, it was like when I was thinking on it, like really heavy, like, like they're older mm-hmm. um, and they, you know, John didn't want to go to prison for this. B- Bernard and it makes didn't want to keep on living without because, his wife. I mean, I mean, that's the law. doesn't matter how old you're going right. to be. You're going to be sent to jail. And it's like his thought process is probably like, what am I going to be doing in jail at this age? Yeah. Like, I've already lived my life, so let's end it here. Yeah. It is weird because when you, at least when I think suicide, sadly, it's, I always think of younger Right. People. We think of, yeah, at least, yeah, I did too. Um, which is why it struck me because I never really thought about it in the older population. Yeah. At least not in the way that that they portrayed it in the book because obviously like we know about like um assisted physician assisted suicide mm-hmm. or right where it's like uh euthanasia yeah is that what it's called yeah i think so where patients ill patients ask for it ask for it um and in some states it's legal mm-hmm. i don't think in most states it still isn't 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 legal but it just got me thinking of like those were viable options for them at this age. And and just like with any to figure out how justice was going to be served, if that was their main concern or just living with that, like Bernard, mm-hmm. who who's to say that his daughter wouldn't or, or would forgive him or wouldn't forgive him? Right. Right. Because that was his biggest thing. Yeah. Is so I- living with that guilt. So for yeah, so for me, what I was thinking is, I kind of wish the author kind of dove a little deeper into that, into the reasoning, mm-hmm. more than just a few sentences. I know that wasn't the point of the book, or that yeah. wasn't the. I mean, it's it's a lighthearted book, and and with you know with all of these right. heavy topics, it was it was a lighthearted book. It's a funny yeah, and then at, to mostly, throw that in there, yeah, and then just at the end to throw those that there, it was just kind of shocking. And a it bit. makes you think, how long were they? Right. Thinking about this. I mean, Bernard was sad, I'm assuming. For a long time. For a long time. So much that it it hurt his body. I mean, he was... Yeah. He was getting sick from it. So I do kind of... I mean, I don't want to speak too much on it because I don't... You know, I'm not an expert like oh, yeah. psychologist. I, but it's just... It was just interesting to me. And I, that's just one thing that I wish um, maybe it was... We had a little longer to sit with than just oh and then John died you know he injected himself 
Move yeah, on. it was quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more time to process because it was one right after another. I mean, it was yeah. all in the week's reading. It, yeah, it was. That we find out all this. Yeah. The biggest thing that I was thinking of throughout the week was what you had said. That most of your murder, or at least a lot of the stuff I've read or even watched, you don't really know why people killed, right? Mm-hmm. Or their reasoning is, like, stupid. Yeah. You know, just because. Well, I killed someone just because, you yeah. know? And so the, like, basically, all these murders were with, had a reason. You know, not saying mm-hmm. that they were justified, but that just resonated with me a little bit when you had said, like, it wasn't just, like, I'm going to kill to kill. Like, um, Bogdan was seeking justice for his friend and, mm-hmm. and so on. So I just thought. And Penny was seeking justice. Yeah. As well. And although I don't think I would change my rating. At a four star. Right? Yeah. I would keep it at four. And soon after I gave my rating, I was like, yeah, I'm going to change it. And so I'm changing mine to four stars. <laughs> I think it was just the excitement of, you know, our, our yeah. book and the excitement of when I get really get into book, I... I love it in the moment. And I'm like, that was such a good book. But then even I can think of a lot of other books where I'm like, I can't even remember. Yeah. It's like me, like walking out of a movie theater when I just saw a movie. In my head, I'm like, that was the best movie. Yes. So good. And then I get home and I was like, or, and you know, even that day, the whole day, I'm just like, that was a great movie. And then like a few weeks later, I see a new movie and I'm like, no, that's the best movie. Yeah. And you start just so. thinking about it and processing, yeah. which I think, which I like that we're touching back on it I think that's really important because it's it's like when you're eating something even like it's amazing and then you know yeah, it's okay. you it wasn't eat really. something else it's not my favorite like, yeah. you know so I have my reasoning behind it I mentioned multiple times how the beginning was not very engaging for me and I, well I think that's a big part of why it should go down to a four right because that five you would be engaged throughout the whole time they're rare mm-hmm but that's why it's a five. So that was one of my main reasons. And another one, I was processing, you know, how we didn't see any of this coming. You know, all the, what they reveal at the end, like, oh, it was him. But on top of that, I'm like, how are we supposed to know? It was, it was almost as if it was a whole. Kind well, of I mean, how it, we go back to what we were saying. It just, they kind of just dropped everything yeah. at the end. And it's yeah. like, I read all that. You know, I pushed through all the slow parts and all that. And at the end, it was like a totally new thing. Like, whoop, here we go. Like, yeah. new characters. Like, to throw in new characters that far back. Right. And everything was just kind of like, boom, 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 boom. It was a lot. That's why I had to stop a lot of times in process. Like, whoa, whoa, what just happened here? And so, to me, I don't necessarily dislike that. But I, I kind of do. <laughs> You know, like it kind of took away like everything else I had. It was exciting at the at the time because you're like everything's happening now. We're knowing all the secrets, but then now that you look back, yeah, it it was like like, totally off. You know, like not even a little thing of anything. I mean, think back to Father Mackey. We knew nothing of him, and then all of a sudden, his whole life is revealed. His whole backstory, and it was a few pages, which I go back to saying like, like we didn't have enough of it. I don't think right. 
Um, I think he should have done that, like giving us little things yeah. get to know the characters more as we go along. Because even if we were starting to formulate our ideas, it wouldn't really... We could still have them all as suspects. Yeah. We would just know them a little more. And it would even make sense, like, oh, maybe he did it because of what happened here. And at the end, it's just revealed who did it and why. Yes. You know, so just a little bit more. So those were my two main reasons. First, the the, the beginning was too slow and the ending was too fast. <laughs> And, and so that brought it down to, to level four for me as my final rating. But all in all, it's still, it's still a great book. Oh, I mean, we still absolutely. gave it four stars. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think one important thing, a lot of people forget that it's like we we can still criticize things we love. Yep. And it's not a big play. You know, we don't have... Uh, reason for me why I kept it at four stars mm-hmm. um, was even though, like, I wanted more at the end in in I wanted the author to go deeper into the whys of why they resorted to to these things to these acts to end their life yeah yeah or or even penny why why this case you know yeah. why why was this case the, the one that she just needed to to th- that she went and did she that she went to murder someone for justice i mean i'm sure she had other cases that were never solved like why this one um you like know, what there's sparked just a, that in a lot her. of yeah. Like, was she why Bogdan, something? Yeah. Why did Bogdan go to these lengths to revenge for you know his his friend to avenge his friend? You know, it was just there wasn't enough there, but I kept it at four because you said you weren't engaged from the beginning, but I was because I was thrilled. This is honestly probably like the first book where I'm reading where the the, the whole cast. Is older. Yeah, I, I do still love that. Mm-hmm. And so that was why I kept it at a four because it was just new to me. I mean, I've read books. I've read books with older yeah. characters. Um, but this was a, a very unique perspective, um, I think. And it helped you understand a little bit more. Yes. Their and life. Yeah. I just, Probably so good. I just really, I enjoyed that. Um, and it wasn't because other books, it's just like, there's a grandma or... They're like the there's side an character. Old, older, wise character. Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> we always go for friends, Harry Potter, Dumbledore, you <laughs> yeah. know, being the older, wise man. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't know how wise he was, but. <laughs> yeah. But this one is like the main cast, like all of them are, they're an older generation. The only young one, relatively young one, was, uh, was Detective Donna DeFreitas. Because even the other characters that were younger were in their fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the other detectives, or Ian and all them. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. they were, and I'm, you know, I normally stick with with the younger, you yeah. know, YA novels and yeah, uh, you know, so yeah, uh, that's why I kept it up for because it just kind of opened the door to like there's so many other interesting stories and so many other things that authors can write about. Yeah. And, a, and a, I think a lot of times we see, like, we think there's no new stories. Like, where are mm-hmm. all the new stories? Everything's the same now. All the TV shows are the same. And it's like, when people say that, I'm like, well, maybe you're not looking in the right places. Because there are so many unique stories out there. We just need to go out yes. there and find them. Yeah. And they're not that branch hard to out. find. And that's yeah, why we are that's choosing why different genres. You need to branch out and see, you know, if you stick with one genre, obviously you're just going to keep reading the same thing. Yeah. 
um but this goes for everything you know books shows it it's like so i was yeah so that's why i kept it at four and also because i also liked the <laughs> and this is such a like arbitrary thing but i liked that the author did not put donna and uh chris together oh, like yeah. i feel like that was that's such a like cliche, cliche. of like when authors are just like here are the are two heroes and they're gonna be together now yeah and it doesn't matter they both, if one's they in their fifties and one's in their twenties. They both can't yeah. find love, so they're gonna find love. Yeah, with other. authors, yeah. are they put like these older men with these younger women, yeah. and it's just like, oh, come on. So I like that this yeah. author was like, did not even go there. They had a good friendship, and even Donna was like, let me introduce you to my. I, mom. I thought that and was yeah, they hit it off. It, like it, everything was so fast, including that. including that. All of a sudden, oh. The yeah. detective finds love, and he, she's a teacher, or she was a teacher. That's exactly and what he was looking for. Sings in the choir, for. like okay. And she's and what he's already has a good relationship with his future stepdaughter. Like yeah, and she gave him the okay. Like come on, really? Um, Everything just fell into place. Yeah. But I I genuinely <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, however, like dumb it, it like, sounds, but yeah. like it was just you know. Yeah, so I kept it. So, yeah, Thursday Murder Club, four stars. Well done, Richard Osman. Good luck in your next book. You you <laughs> need our... <laughs> you if are you, lucky that you got from Star for If us. you... Uh, stars. Because <laughs> we're the, you know, we're the go-to yeah. critics here. Um, and if you need ideas <laughs> for your sequel, care, like... or if you want to write about Elizabeth, come talk to yes. us. I'm just kidding. Spin-offs. Yeah. All right. Well, now that okay. we have set that aside We've and we're, we're done the book to rest now yeah now we're gonna turn off the spotlight on, on that book and we're gonna turn <laughs> it on on this book <laughs> that is that's is our the light. pull of the that's the, me pulling the little light yeah so the light turns on okay so like we said our rule is no back-to-back genres so we just read a mystery murder mystery we're not going to have another murder mystery. I hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know, I mean, yeah. I haven't read this book, yeah. but I it was my turn to choose the book, and this was my process. I knew from the start what genre I wanted to do. The genre is historical nonfiction. Okay. The author, well, I wasn't sure, but there is this author that has a few books that have been on my to-read list that it's just like yours it's massive and I this is why we're doing this so we Mm -hmm. can actually read them read them so my author is Kate Quinn who she's very well known for historical fiction novels and she writes about all kinds of history so I decided to choose The Alice Network by Kate Quinn and so that's kind of a little bit why um let me tell you why mm-hmm. I chose it. So first of all, I can't remember the last historical fiction book I've read. If any. <laughs> <laughs> and here's why I don't normally read historical fiction. Because of the word history. <laughs> and growing up, one of my least favorite subjects next to science was history. It's science all the way in the bottom. No! And then history. <laughs> and then... English 
and math were like the top. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't like history. It's just that when not presented the right way, it can be really boring. And I'm just, yeah. and it's so much. And I'm the type of person that wants to know who, why, well, why, and what if, what if they would have done this instead? And it's just so much. And I think also, because you're right, growing up, I wasn't a big fan of history. Like, mm-hmm. the class, you know, when we go to history class now, yeah. you're just like, okay, we're going to learn about wars again, because that's yeah. usually oh, all yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, that's part of it, because we we weren't taught the full, our full history, how it should have been taught, right? I mean, there were things well, that were left out. I think, well, not... That's not what, I mean, that's not what I was thinking, like, you know, growing up, like, well, yeah. what are they not telling us or anything? No, I know. I think it's more of... But that's what I'm saying. How like, it was taught. Like, if I remember yeah. most of my history teachers, it was, like, taking notes and timelines, 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 until I got to sophomore year in high school and uh, Ms. Dunham, oh, yeah. you had her, Yeah. the very first day, she taught history as a story. You know, mm-hmm. like, you have this person, and they want to... And the way she taught it, I was, like, hooked. That was, like, the only year where I was, like, I love history. Yeah. But then it went back to time, time, Timelines time. Person, person, person. Yeah. Memorize all this, and it was so much. And so, again, I feel like when not presented in an engaging way, it can be kind of boring. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure that. and But just what I was, like referring to was like obviously when we were in sixth grade or whatever uh, you know junior high we weren't thinking they're hiding something from us or like they're not give- but I'm just saying like the multiple like, perspectives yes if I mean that would that would be engaging right yes. seeing okay we have the civil war we're told or from just the fact that we didn't learn about, a about black history which is yeah. our history because that's America's history mm-hmm. right like we weren't we weren't taught our complete history we were taught someone's perspective of that history and maybe and at least for me thinking back on it as for me at least is maybe why that wasn't so engaging uh, yeah I think uh, history is so powerful because there's so many stories mm-hmm. so many perspectives and so many books have been written you know historical yeah. fiction is going to be a lot of those the person going through this major event you know, their perspective Mm -hmm. as a mother, as a woman, as a Hispanic, as a black person, as a general, as a soldier, yeah. you know, as a young boy, as an old man, I don't know, anything. There's so many perspectives. Yeah. Yeah, And so why I chose this genre was because I'm sure there are so many good books out there that would help me understand history a little better and get to know it more. Um, because it's not that I don't like history. It's just that I need to find an engaging way to, to and learn it's about like it. What, there's no better time than now to revisit history, right? Yeah. Like, we think, oh, man, we weren't taught that, you know, we weren't taught our full history in school. What a shame. Oh, well. It's like, no, like, now it's your time to educate yourself on whatever it is you think you're missing, whatever information you think you weren't taught or or the fact that we weren't taught, uh, you know, certain things 
it's like now it's your time to to take it upon yourself to gain that knowledge in some ways and historical fiction can be that because even though the stories are not real it's they're based on true events is was real yeah like the backdrop the the setting the time it, it happened it's real and in some way can mirror someone's actual life events. And it and you learn time. to appreciate things mm-hmm. now and what people did back then. And again, it's all the perspectives. You know, I when I teach in ELA about different genres, um, this is the one where everyone's like, well, I'm like, what is historical fiction? And they're like, well, history and fiction. I'm like, exactly. And I always give like the example of Titanic. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, true event, that's, that specific yeah. story was not real. But those are the kind of things that you think about and you're like, oh, I feel for those people. Because you saw that perspective of, you of know, that, that of those two, yeah. you know, the two actors Their, or whatever, yeah. the, the two characters. Love story. Yeah. And what they went through. And you, you think about all the different stories within that event and it helps you understand more and helps you gain that respect. That even though Jack wasn't real yeah there was a young man out there that that did yeah die in alone this, without uh, family right. yeah and you know the old lady who lived through all that yeah. and so yeah so Some, I thought, a survivor that correct yeah. this is a very powerful genre that i have really not you know picked mm-hmm. at and i want to do that more um also i know that you know i said it's not my least favorite subject however I know that when I get into it, I know I would love it. I taught, when I taught uh, social studies, sixth grade social studies, we taught ancient civilizations, or we teach. Um, And those two or three years that I taught that, I really fell in love with that history. Those were, those, that, those uh, units were the best. Yeah. Like the ancient civilizations. Yes. Ancient China and ancient uh, Egypt, Egypt and Greece. For me, I yeah. <laughs> loved learning about that. No, for sure. And, you know, I mm-hmm. I feel like I know that history more than the more than like recent, our, yeah, than or our history. So, I'm like, let me let's let me let me open that back up, you know, and open my mind yeah. to to historical fiction. Um, because I do think, like I said, it's going to make for interesting stories with more complex themes yeah you know more than you know your murder and those are fun i think this is gonna go (laughs) i think this these are gonna go deeper because we know they're part of it is true and that the story wherever we're reading is very likely that it actually happened to someone you know i think it's gonna we're gonna it's gonna take us in deeper i think in a like yeah. emotional and two more thoughtful yeah ideas and then i chose this specific book because i wanted a perspective of a woman mm-hmm. and so many of the books that she's written are from a woman's or it's a woman's story and i wanted that to kind of connect a little more because all the movies we see all the war movies you know it's all the soldiers all war movies yeah. and so i wanted something a little different and so there, I, I narrowed it down to three books that I really wanted to read and I couldn't decide. I just decided a few hours ago. <laughs> yeah. And so at the end, I chose one of her older books. No, it's not that old. 
um, as opposed to one of the ones was just written this year. And I wanted to go back a few years. And then lastly, because the cover is so pretty. <laughs> it's like, look at how she's dressed. Yeah. Like so sophisticated. And then you have London, the London background. Yeah. And, you know, that's my dream. Okay, so what is the Alice Network about? So the Alice Network, the historical piece that it's going to reference, um, I believe it's going to be two wars, World War One, and World War Two. And so I don't know if there's going to be two timelines, but we have here 1947, which is World, World War, War II. Two, after World War Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this girl, Charlie St. Clair, who's pregnant and... She's from a very proper family, and they're, they're like, you know, ashamed. Disowning her. Basically. Yeah, and so they're sending her to Europe. How nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a shame. Um, and, and so while she's going there, she says um, she wants to find her cousin, Rose, who disappeared in Nazi-occupied France during the war, and they don't know if she's still alive, so that she's going to go look for her. And then... It says 1915, a year into the Great War, or World War One. Eve Gardner, Gardner, we need to learn to pronounce these names. She joins the fight against the Germans, and she's recruited to work as a spy. And it says that she joins this, um, I think it's called the Alice Network, right? That's yeah, it's. the Alice Network. Which I'm assuming it's like a... Women, all so women network spies. spies. Yeah. And then it just says, 30 years later, haunted by the betrayal that ultimately tore apart the Alice Network, Eve spends her days drunk and secluded in her crumbling London house. That is, until a young American barges in, uttering a name Eve hasn't heard in decades, and launches them both on a mission to find the truth, no matter where it leads. I don't know how it's going to be written. If two timelines or just one yeah. or memories. Yeah, no, when you told me about the book, you know, and I read it's about spies, a spy network, uh-huh. I was like, all right, I like spy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I- I'm into this. Um, so I-, I hope, I really hope I like it. Um, me too. And I mean, I lo- I'd love when I read articles or come upon a story of, of how women contributed so much in you know in the past in history this going back to where yeah. we didn't learn this <laughs> yeah. why didn't we know about this right like like or the, the these forest, networks of or spies that like are the most we knew was uh what was her rosie the riveter right is that her name yeah where the girl the women kind of took charge when all the men were at war right when they started, went to work in the industries yeah but that's really it but, but yeah they but we, we never really heard about women you know, they're actually in the front lines. Yes. And, and their part. And like, role. where were these stories? Like that would have been engaging in history yeah. lessons. How come nobody wrote Net that history? Of spies. Or did they? Yeah. And why was her story? You know, her story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the her story? Um, but yeah, like I, I what most recently I read an article about um, uh, women in the, in the Mexican revolution war, revolutionary mm-hmm. war in Mexico there was a group of, of women, you, you know, I don't know if you've seen that pic, like pictures of like back in the day with like where the Mexican men had those um, straps of like bullets oh, and then yeah. the sombrero mm-hmm. with the guns, you know? Yeah. Like there was groups of women like that. like that, that contributed to the revolution. And I'm just like, 
that's so awesome. Like we like, don't see yeah, where these are their stories. stories? Yeah. Like to learn more about this, right? Because these are these are yeah. real things. And a network of all women spies. I know Heck that just yeah. sounds so cool. Like <laughs> I can sounds... just picture them like dressed like that, you know, in their nice right. clothes. Like And they're like totally like obviously you know, they use their the it makes me think the of, men like, aren't going to pay attention like to me the because hidden they figures. don't think like yeah, that movie. exactly like hidden figures right NASA. there's these mm-hmm. stories with the women just contributing so much mm-hmm. and we're just you know finally getting these stories out there and and I'm, I'm I'm you know the more I'm talking about it the more I'm like pumped to learn yeah. more so I really hope and it I dives was reading that. that she does her research this author yeah and so, I hope so. a lot <laughs> of the stuff is like. The accuracy behind it. Yeah. So I'm super excited to, yeah, to get to know more about this. And I have no idea what it's going to be about because, like I said, I am not a history expert. No. If we're not book experts. The first time. If we're not literacy experts, we're definitely not history experts. (laughs) And so. um, Master of none over here. Yeah. Like, this is why we're, this is why we're exploring different genres to expand our horizons and learn more. Now, in order to prepare, I mean, I also don't think we should go in here blindly, completely. We should probably get to know a little bit more about what was World War One, <laughs> World War Two. <laughs> Obviously, we've learned this, but it's a lot of it has been forgotten. <laughs> uh, so let me tell you a little bit, in case you didn't know. And and I will tell you now. I had to look a lot of this stuff up. The Great War, a.k.a. World War One. Do you know who fought during World War One? The United States? Well, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, we came a little late. Late in the, the game? Yeah. And it was also like, like uh, it was the Soviet Union? No? <laughs> Am I completely... Okay, so here are the two sides. <laughs> On one side, we had Germany... Austria, Hungary, Hungary? Is that how you spell it? Hungary. 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 I don't know. Yeah. We always say Hungary, but I don't know. That's probably wrong. We're probably butchering names. Germany, Austria, Hungary, Bulgaria, and the Ottoman Empire. Do you remember the Ottoman Empire? Learning about that? I remember the name. You know, like, it was like a thing like, oh, we got our unit on the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> don't tell me what it is because I wouldn't be able to tell you. So all the all these people, these uh, places, were known as the Central Powers. Okay. Because they were like in the center. Yeah. Of Europe. Makes sense. They were going against Great Britain, France, Russia, Italy, Romania, Japan, and the U.S. There were some other people involved, but these were the main, the main ones, right? And okay. they were known as the Allied Powers. So really, I would just focus on the who, what, when, why, where, how to keep it, you know. So that's who. Okay. Um, when? This happened 1914 through 1918. So four years. Okay. Um, now, why? I think a lot of people don't know why World War. Like, mm-hmm. what were they fighting about? World War One started. Well, it was a, there was a lot of tension already building up. But what kind of was the, the last straw was... Mm. The assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria and his wife. So basically, um, the killer was it was part of you know the the nationalists 
they uh, were tired of this uh, Austria-Hungary taking over Bosnia and and so that was really like the biggest thing that happened. So Bosnia and Serbia, that's what it was. Bosnia and Serbia, they kind of had Russia support. They knew that, you know, going forward. And um, Austria-Hungary didn't want to like declare war or threaten them until they had like a big ally. So they kind of asked Germany like, hey, you know, back us <laughs> up. And they're like, yes. So that kind of was like the point, the point where they were like Austria-Hungary gave them like an ultimatum that they were not going to agree on. So that was like, all right, you're declaring war on us. Okay. And so that's how basically it happened. Um, and then later, like all of those, like all these like previous like agreements were kind of like, you know, not going to happen. And certain little by little, everybody else started getting involved because now they had to storm through, let's say France to get to another yeah. place. And so then oh, France and France is involved now and, right. you know, and so on. And so eventually the U S kind of wanted to be like, eh, you know, yeah. I'm not going to be a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> And until they, like, bombed some of our ships and stuff. Or some ships where we had that, Americans there. Okay. And they were like, all right, we're in now. And so, obviously, uh, they uh, allied with, you know, Great Britain, France, Russia, Romania, okay. all of them. And eventually, uh, the Central Powers lost a lot of resources. Mm. And little by little, they all kind of started to say, all right, you know, we're done. And until the well, last one standing was Germany, and they were like, fine, we're done, too. Okay. And it kind of ended. And it was to, supposed to be, what is that famous saying? The war to end all wars? The or, war to end all wars. Or the, basically, they the were like. The last war? The, this is never going to happen again. Until, what was it, like 20 years later? Until World War II. Uh, World War II spanned from 1939 to 1945. And this is, I think this is the more, more well-known of the yeah. world wars. Yeah. Uh, because this is where Nazi Germany, Imperial Japan, and Fascist Italy were trying to mm -hmm. overtake. Take over. Yeah. Um, specifically Nazi Germany uh, and Imperial Japan, I think, were the most... Yeah, this is the war about, that about makes controlling. Yes. Yeah. There was so much genocide in this war by, by Nazi Germany. Uh, this is the war where millions. Oh, there's the AC. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry if you guys this can is, hear this. <laughs> this is uh, the war where millions of Jewish people I know. were were killed, um, were tortured, were locked up, and Imperial Japan uh, bombed Pearl Harbor in this war. And then there's also fascist Italy, uh, which a lot like Nazi Germany were, were really trying to control the, you know, wanted to become a, a powerful military state that controlled and dictated a lot of the, you know, dictated their, their people and controlled their, and controlled them. And then, so that was one side. Mm -hmm. uh, the other then were the, the allied Again, the allied countries. Um, so yeah, the the allied uh, allied countries 
the main players because there was a lot of a lot of countries that were involved you know a lot of smaller countries but the main players in the allied uh side were russia united states united kingdom and china china the, the republic of china I, I think and then the obviously the the axis where uh, was nazi germany under adolf hitler um imperial japan and uh, fascist italy under uh, benito mussolini mussolini there was this is this war caused a lot of death um it's known as the most it's the deadliest war resulting in about 85 million fatalities yeah i think i read world war one was i mean i don't know this is right 16 million and so this is 70 to 85 million yeah a lot more this is probably why i don't like history because it's so sad and why I probably haven't also read a lot of historical fiction because I know it's it's gonna be sad, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, uh, and yeah, again to know that it's yeah, it's, and and so true. many stories have been told of of this World War Two right of the Holocaust mm-hmm. that happened. I mean, those stories just ne- they need to keep going, right? Like we need to keep telling these stories because we forget. Unfortunately, people forget how how this happened how how we got to to certain points in in history and you know that, that what they always say history repeats itself yeah it's like yeah because we don't learn um it keeps going so these stories in this time is is really you know they're they're impactful and like you said they're sad yeah uh, yeah so. <laughs> and they're frustrating right like you get at least I get so mad. I'm just like, how did that happen? How are the how were their people this cruel? Yeah, that dark. And and actually, we say you no. Know, how are, I mean, there are. I mean, the people are driven by their hate, and it leads them to to do things that are just well. Yeah, even like things. It's horrible. You see in the news, like how can you do that? Yeah. So um, that's kind of like a very brief overview. Yeah. <laughs> so like you can kind of get an idea of where we're at. So World War One, World War Two. Again, I don't know how how the book is written. Um, so what are your expectations of this book? Like, what do I hope to learn, or like, what do I? I don't know. What do you? What, what do I, you think? What am I thinking? What am I? Yeah. My thoughts on this. Um, I'm a little. I'm excited for the spy stuff because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I like spy things, you know, spy movies, and so I hope there's a lot of that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but I am a little bit like. I think also because it's like World War One and World War Two. I'm like, yeah. in terms of history, like, at, because of our because of my experience in school learning, there weren't the most exciting. Yeah. You know, um, so I'm a little like, is it gonna be slow? Right. Yeah. I'm thinking like, yeah. is it gonna be kind of boring? Yeah. You know, I'm worried. I'm you know that that it's gonna be boring. I hope I don't get bored reading this. Right. Same. I here. really want to. Uh, for any book I read, I, re- I really want to like it. So I'm excited about learning about the Alice Network. 
mm-hmm. right? Because like I said, I, I'm all I'm all for uh, you know learning these hidden stories that we we you know that we that I haven't learned yet. Um, so I'm excited for that, but also a little weary of of how it's going to be written and hopefully. Yeah, I I, I wonder how in like how much detail they're going to be or she uh, how much detail she gives with certain things. Like, are they going to be in the middle of the war? Or kind of like sidelines, you know, where it's not. They're not in the in the thick of it. Yeah. What's well, gonna? I think what well, it starts in 1947, right? I believe so. It's shortly after the World War Two. Yes. When she gets sent to Europe. Yeah, but I think like with so, with uh, the other character that was the spy. That's gonna be during. Yeah, I wonder if during the war. I wonder, you know, how it says the beginning there that, like, uh, thirty years later, haunted by the betrayal, and mm-hmm. like, I wonder how much like PTSD. Okay. Like how much? How much? How they go? What does she go through? Yeah. You know, I wonder if they're gonna get. Okay. I I hope it it goes down. That that sounds more interesting to me. I also wonder if it's gonna be a very emotional book. (laughs) Also, (laughs) am I gonna cry? Now that I something just came to mind, it's also gonna be like we said shortly after the war. So, at least I haven't read a lot of stories or seen a lot of stories about the fallout. Yeah, the of consequences, the war, of, right? Like, yeah. yeah, we focus a lot on during, mm-hmm. um, and you know, obviously there are we've there are still consequences now from World War Two and from Nazi Germany and the, the hate that instilled that are still going on right now. But I'm saying more like in the short term, like food, right? And money, the 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 economy, the housing, the families, like family, yeah struggling with with what's been going on you know families missing missing people people uh, dying in the war so that i think is yeah what i'm hoping also we get to get read about i i really hope that i am engaged from the start because this book is longer (laughs) right (laughs) than the other one so if we're dividing this into four weeks there's gonna be a little more reading so the Thursday Murder Club was kind of like our warm up. Is it longer? I think it is. This is uh, how many pages? Five hundred something. How much was how many how many pages is that? Oh yeah, like four hundred. Less than four hundred. Okay, so just a, a little longer, not a whole lot longer. I also feel like the Thursday Murder Club was very lighthearted overall. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be deep. So we're gonna go from like. <laughs> funny you know old people am i gonna cry to like this happened you know want to take any bets if i'm gonna cry (laughs) well i that's an easy bet i cry yeah you'll probably cry maybe (laughs) probably depending on what how the story goes me probably not but we'll see yeah what you remember last episode you said it's harder for books to make you cry yeah um i'd have to agree because, like, I cry in TV shows and movies all the time. Yeah. But that's because, like, th- they're telling you to cry at this moment because they put a sad song. Yeah. It's <laughs> so the it's music like, and the words it's and like, the image. It, whatever is going on is happening. And then it's like, cue music. This is your cue to cry. Yeah. And I start crying. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy is, uh, yeah. yeah, so good at that. But, yeah, with books, it's like you don't have your soundtrack on. So... <laughs> 
you don't know when you're supposed to be crying. <laughs> but maybe it comes out of nowhere. And you're just like, oh. but yeah. But if it's an impactful yeah. death or something like that, that's where it comes to it. And then that's when you know it's like, oh, it's real. Like you're yeah. actually being hurt by these. I don't know stories. if a book has ever made me cry. But the last movie that made me cry was Avengers Endgame. Because <laughs> I love Iron Man. I've had a few books that have made me cry. Yeah. Not like, not like pouring, yeah. right? but like, like my eyes tissues. water. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I've had comic books do that. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah. Not so much because they're sad, but because like, you're just like, it's more like, like not crying like, oh my God, but crying mm-hmm. like. Aw, like, uh, like like warm, like <laughs> you feel warm fuzzies in your heart and your eyes yeah. water because it's just so cute. <laughs> so that type, um, yeah, no, it's I and I, I wish I could cry, like I mean I can cry, I do cry, mm-hmm. but it's like just a like a auto like a automatic like like it's mechanism. like a defense mechanism you have. Like I don't like, even don't cry. try. Like I want to. Like, I want to enjoy my movie and let the tears roll down. But is there something in me where I'm like, I don't even try. Like, it just does it. It's like, hold back the tears. Mm -hmm. And then I hate it because I didn't cry. But then I leave the theater with my head hurting and my eyes because of the stress I put in my body to hold back the tears. You know. It's so bad. What's crazy? Different type of tears excrete different type of chemicals. So, happy tears look different under a microscope than sad tears, than angry tears. Okay, the ones that... So, they they are, like, crying is a a physical thing that your body needs to release to release those those emotions with your tears. That's crazy, because, you know, happy cry, I don't know if I've ever happy cried. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember if I cried when Olivia was born. (laughs) Maybe it was like a cry of like, thank God, finally it's over. <laughs> yeah, um, sad cry. That's when my body's like, nope, nope. That's they're not coming right. out. Angry cry though, when I'm really angry and I have to confront someone or I'm just super angry, that I can't control. And and I'm yeah. like, really, I'm crying when I don't want to. I'm like, I'm mad right now, but yes. there's tears, but and there's I'm like, a- why am I crying? Like yes. I, those mad cries. So those angry are cries, angry, angry. Tears. Yeah, those come out easily. And even though I'll, like those, I want to hold mm-hmm. back, and I'm like, I'm not gonna cry. And then all of a sudden, you yeah. Know. Um, I cry for any reason. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I do hate when I'm angry though, and I cry because I'm like, don't no, don't diminish don't, yeah. how angry I am because <laughs> yes. of my eyes yeah. are, are. I'm not crying because I'm scared yeah. of you or something. I'm crying I'm because angry. I'm so mad. Like, yeah. yeah, don't don't mistake this for yeah. anything else. It's because my anger. energy is going towards yeah being angry. That so that's why yeah. So just going back, it's why it's important <laughs> to to release those tears because your body actually it, it needs to go, uh-huh. come out, and why like when you're sad crying like, at least for me I like you take such a good nap afterwards because <laughs> you're just so relaxed. Well, you, you take a good out. nap too when your head and your eyes are like, <laughs> they feel like rocks. <laughs> you want good naps, cry. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, no, that's... Yeah, so I expect to connect with these characters, with their personal uh, perspectives and experiences through those very hard times 
and get to learn more about women during World War One and World War Two. Me too. I think um, I haven't I haven't read a historical fiction in a bit. So, oh, actually, that's not true. I'm reading Catch Twenty Two. I'm still reading Catch Twenty Two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. a hard book to get through because it's just it's about war. Oh yeah, and it's confusing. I, it makes no sense, but that's the point of the book. It's not supposed to make sense because war doesn't make sense. But I, yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, um, I, I, I'm I, excited to read. I this hope now. I really love it because there are a few other books from uh, this author, Kate Quinn, that I'm very interested in, and so that I know that if I love this, I'm gonna go read those, and I want to. You know, I'll mm-hmm. kind of I'll read them on my own. And well, we don't have the schedule ready just yet. We will be doing that here in the next day or two. Uh, but we will be posting it on Instagram. So after this episode starts weeks one's reading. So we're going to start reading. Start reading, And I hope I picked a good one. And we have a lot to discuss and and all that. Okay. Um, I did put up, put out a, a little feeler when I was, I wasn't sure... I always had the idea that I was going to pick nonfiction or historical nonfiction, but I was in like super set on it. So I put on a little thing that said, what genre should we read next? It was funny. A couple people said a sci-fi. I thought you were going to go for a sci-fi. Really? Because well, you don't, you look, you like, don't really read sci-fi. Yeah. So I figured I'm going to jump into this genre. But, like, you see how I told you math and ELA are my favorite? Right. And then history and then science? Which I don't get. Science so, is just the so best. So that's why historical fiction had a one-up okay. with sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe I'll choose it. But it's it's know. weird, though, because I do like a lot of sci-fi movies. But it's yeah. just, like, the thought of, like, oh, Jurassic Park was a book? Weird. <laughs> you read about dinosaurs? <laughs> that's, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Spotlight Book Club to be part of the conversation. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you like what you're listening to, please rate and review the podcast. See See you you next week. week.